Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Shady Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and on today's podcast, I will be recapping RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6, Episode 2, The Blue Ball. Y'all, this episode was a good one, so let's get right into the recap. Alrighty, so as the show begins, the girls start to walk into the workroom and they are congratulating Trinity on staying uh, because she was on the bottom. She tells everyone, thank you for bailing her out. And Eureka kind of tells her that she deserved to be here, that she kind of showed how bad she wanted it. And then we find out that everyone voted for Serena except one person, which was probably Serena herself. I have to tell you, I was like so happy with this because I'm like bitch like they better fucking vote this bitch out of here like I cannot but anyways that bitch is gone I don't have to worry about it uh they all turn to Yada to ask who she picked and she says that she actually picked Trinity she says you know don't take it personal girl and Trinity's like oh yeah I'm taking it very personal and then she's like okay like whatever but she says like she's kidding Girl, we all know Trinity is not kidding. Like, if she gets the chance, the Yada better watch her motherfucking back. So this week's special guest judge is Big Frida. Yes, ma'am. We were so thrilled about that. I love Big Frida. Uh, I think she is absolutely great for the show. So I was super excited that she was the guest judge. As the next day comes, the ladies enter the workroom and they ask each other who is the trade of the season so for those of you listeners out there who don't know what trade is trade is someone in the gay community or lgbtqia community that is considered more like masculine more uh you could say straight acting straight looking quote unquote some would say a little thug-ish um that's considered trade so everyone's asking like who the trade is and it's funny because i've been watching a lot of youtube videos based on this season and a lot of the old queens like queens from previous seasons that are not on this show right now were like girl ain't nobody trade they're all sisters and i have to agree like there is no trade this season they are very pretty girls but there is no motherfucking trade <laughs> so eureka actually is the first one to speak out and she's like bitch it's me and ginger's like yeah you're right uh and she's like um because i trade you for anyone else and so we all you know everyone in the workroom is laughing and akaria says that there's actually no trade and they just continue to debate what trade is so there is different uh, like different definitions of trade it just like it's just what you take and what you think it actually is so as the ladies are talking, Rue actually enters the workroom and Rue says, Serena is gone, but not forgotten. This week's maxi challenge is announced and it is a ball, darling, a blue ball. So they have to serve three looks. One is blue better work, a blue collar working girl look. Two, a blue jean baby, a look that takes denim to the next level. And three, a blue ball bonanza. 
from scratch, girl. They have to create a high fashion look based on what they have in the workroom. So the girls are flipping out because as you know, the workroom and people creating stuff for some reason, these bitches end up on all stars and they bring all these fantastic, fabulous fucking garments. I'm loving it. I'm there sickening. But then when it comes to challenges like this where they have to create something, all these bitches act brand new. Well, most of them. Okay, not all. Most of them. I'm like, bitch, this is All Star 6. This is RuPaul's Drag Race, like, season 48,000. Like, we all know that there, this challenge is going to fucking happen. I mean, come on. Come prepared. If you don't know how to sew, how to put together something from nothing, bitch, take a class. There's mastermind classes online for everything. Like, what were you doing during the pandemic, girl? Watch some YouTube videos. Shit. And I'm annoyed just because, again, this is All Star 6. All Stars, to me, again, are All Stars. I want to see the best of the motherfucking best. Not no Serena motherfucking Cha-Cha, okay? Not no Yara fucking Sofia. Although she was, like, decent recently. But no, I don't want to see that shit. Ginger Minj and her entrance look. Eureka and that busted-ass George Washington hair in her promo like in the entrance look. No, bitches. Let's get it together, y'all. Come on. So, right after the uh, Rue leaves the room, the girls run towards the bins full of random blue bullshit, and Eureka says that the girls are after the non-conventional items. She's like, girl, and she is just tripping out. Jan makes a comment that she's going to be inspired by her season 12 episode, and Scarlet is like, girl, like, don't do it. It's kind of like that TikTok, like, like, don't do it. Like, don't do it, girl. And then, you know, Jan's like, I did it. Yeah, that, that's, this is what happened. Okay, so Scarlet advises against it. Jiggly is with this bitch that she's not looking forward to the challenge because she was actually in the bottom both times before doing the um, sewing challenges. So while she did the sewing challenges on her previous two seasons, she she went home. She was or she was at the bottom, and so this is what I'm the fuck I'm talking about, y'all. Jiggly bitch. Okay, girl, you need to get it together. I'm not gonna rehash what I just fucking said, but if these bitches can't fucking sew, we got a big fucking problem. Okay, you shouldn't be getting that all star six call. Let's fucking call Willem. Let's call Pearl. Let's call these bitches that are fucking... I know that they did Rue wrong, blah, blah, blah. Sha, sha, sha. I don't give a fuck, okay? Let's get this shit going. Let's get some real bitches in here that know what the fuck they're doing. And not bitches like Jiggly Caliente as well. And for those of you that don't know, listen to one of the previous episodes. I believe it's the very first episode. I actually talk about my personal interaction with Jiggly Caliente, and honey, she was not motherfucking it, okay? So go back and listen to that first episode. So Jiggly isn't the only one that's actually worried about this. Raja even expresses her worry uh, because she went home on her season during a similar challenge. Yada is very, for some reason, comfortable because she won her design challenge, and while everyone is like, 
working and sweating their asses off and stressing the fuck out because, bitch, this is three looks they have to put together. Of course, one of them they're creating from scratch. However, the others, they still have to put the look together. You know what I mean? Like, they can't just throw on the fucking dress and boom, it's done. No, they gotta figure out, like, what costume they're wearing, like, the outfit. They gotta figure out what shoes. They gotta figure out their hair, their makeup. What are their looks going to be? And Yada is just walking around, not giving any fucks and I'm like girl you should not be so fucking just cavalier about this like this is serious bitch okay like this is a maxi challenge so Rue uh, popping in and out of the blue calls out Eureka calls Eureka I'm sorry over for her little chit chat she asks if she feels confident in this challenge and Eureka says that she actually does feel pretty confident and is gonna bring that level of pussy and I'm like, yes, bitch, bring that fucking pussy that we know you can fucking bring. Do not bring that George fucking Washington wig again. Let's bring the cunt. Let's bring it, girl. I'm, I was so excited when she said that. Uh, Jiggly is up next with her little chit chat. And Jiggly, you know, she hasn't been on in about eight years. You know, she's like, yeah, I fixed my teeth. And now she's living her life as a full trans woman uh she says that she feels more mature and confident in herself and all of that being said we know jiggly's again worried about this challenge uh after jiggly raja goes and talks to rue and raja says that uh, you know she uh i'm sorry rue brings up that raja was a little opinionated during her season a little you know mouthy and Raja said it was because a lot of her insecurity was coming out. She was letting the, you know, the worst get the best of her, should I say. And, um, you know, she kind of just agreed. And then Rue reminded her that the design challenge was the one that sent her home last time. And she's like, girl, don't you end up on that bottom. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in this episode. So, the girls walk in after all of this for Elimination Day. As they are entering the workroom, Yara Sofia says she's hiding her looks from everyone, so it'll be a real reveal. And then, <laughs> ooh, the editing is so fucking shady, because they are fucking shady boots. They cut to Eureka's interview, and she's like, Yara is the most cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs bitch I've ever met in my life, but she's a seamstress and a crazy crafty bitch so bitch i can't wait to see what this little crazy ass bitch is bringing up to this challenge i was laughing my ass off i'm like bitch the editing the editing yes i said what it said um silky during this elimination day is actually still working on her outfits while everyone's getting ready doing their makeup and silky is like panicking and getting last minute touches done i'm like girl if you don't get this shit together quick like the fuck like today's not the day like you should be getting ready your look should be done like come on now silky uh the girls are asking um now you know like how are we gonna judge and at this point i'm kind of like annoyed with this question i'm like bitch we're like literally the second episode in and we've talked about this we being the collective have talked about this like 10 fucking times judge how the fuck you want to judge okay i i am i'm not here for how are we all going to judge blah 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 
at the end of the day, every bitch is going to go in that room and they're going to judge how they want to judge. They don't give a fuck about one another. They are there for the grand prize. You are here to play the game, okay? At least that's what I would be. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, girl. Like, I don't know how I'm going to judge. Well, you know, um, everyone is just like, are they going to be fair? Are they going to go just based off the looks, off of blah, blah, blah? And Jiggly was like, well, our friendship's going to be taken accounted for. And then there's just nothing but silence and literal tongue pops. Like, I can't even, like, I, I, I agree. It's silence and tongue pops it's, uh, and, like, sipping some tea. Because I am sick of this con for motherfucking station. We entered the main stage. And Rue's main stage look. Alrighty, girls. Here we go. She has some blonde hair. You know, Rue loves her to have some blonde hair. It's up. She's wearing like a multicolored dress. Just very Rue. Very RuPaul. Very nothing special. Nothing all-star six about this. Uh, you know, it is a blue ball. And yet she's sticking out like a sore, a sore thumb, rather, in orange, purple, and yellow. And I'm like, girl, do you? Um, Rue does what Rue does. I love Rue. I met RuPaul at um, drag convention, like the drag race convention. And it was she, well, he, you know, Rue, was the nicest and he was like just the nicest person ever. Like I stood next to him and I kind of gave him some distance and like he like put his arm around me, like squeezed me in tighter and was like, girl, you better get in closer. And like, he was so sweet, loved him. But girl, on the show, he's just into what he's into. He's not changing it for anybody. Girl, we got it. Like, you know, nothing special. Well, the very first category is blue better work. Raja O'Hara is up. She comes out in a neon yellow construction suit. And I'm like, bitch, the fuck? And it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Let's move on to Kylie Sonique, love. She comes out with the little carpenter look. She looks very, like, giving me Miley Cyrus. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Kylie, I'm here for Kylie. Like, I, I am a Kylie fan. Like, I am starting to be obsessed with this bitch, okay? Like, I, from her entrance look, from her entrance, like, a little greeting or saying, like, bitch, I'm I'm living for Kylie a little bit, okay? Um, very Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus again. After Kylie, Eureka O'Hara comes out. She comes out, bitch, in a non-stretched fabric outfit as a crosswalk guard. So her fabric was tailored and fit to motherfucking perfection, okay? It looked fucking good on her. Now, the whole cross guard thing, okay, like, whatever, you know, blue collar worker, I get it, fine. But the outfit, bitch, it was so well executed. I was fucking here for it, girl. Then our girl Jan comes out, safe Jan. Um, Jan comes out in a black leather suit, um, kind of like laser cut rims on her shoulders. Um, I don't know. They were just like these, again, rims on her shoulders, like shoulder pads and across her head. I, I was very confused. 
Um, like I'm literally scratching my head now. Like I'm very, I was very confused with her look. She did look good. I'm not hating, Mm-mm, not hating on Safe Jan. Her name is Jan, but I like to call her Safe Jan because she's safe. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was just confused with her look. I really wasn't a fan. Uh, after her was Jiggly Caliente. Jiggly Caliente comes out as a sanitation diva. She's wearing a yellow cover-up. It's nice, but, like, the underneath was, like, just like her, un- like, her undergarments were showing. It was just, ew. Like, literally, that's a sound effect. Like, if I saw it and I had to, like, make a sound effect, like, that would be it. Like, I'm done talking about her. So Silky is comes out next, and she is the milk lady. She's wearing a tight red skirt, half sequined, and bitch, see, she worked her fucking outfit. Okay, Silky Nutmeganosh, that bitch knows what she's doing. I really like her, and I actually enjoy her more on this season so far because she seems so grounded. She seems like she's coming to All Star Six with intention. She looks like her looks are coming with attention, intention, her, her, just her thoughts and everything that she is saying. She is here to prove a point that she's not that hot mess, loudmouth girl that we all, that I knew and loved girl. Cause I loved a little loudmouth silky. Um, you know, she is coming with intention to show everyone there is a different side to her. And I do love that. So, so kudos to silky. And again, this outfit was nice. Scarlet Envy followed Silky, and she was wearing a crop top and some matching pants. She had, like, saws on the edges of her suit. I don't know how to explain that again. Mm, I don't know. Scarlet. Scarlet Envy's a pretty girl, y'all. Like, she's pretty, but I don't know. I want to move on to Akira. Akira comes out as a little sexy welder with a cute fitted outfit, Got, she has, like, her arms stuck in a pipe. We get it, girl. You're, like, a welder. I felt like it was over the top. I get she was trying to... She was trying to give what needed to be gave, and it just wasn't happening. Um, I wasn't a fan of this look. After her was Pandora Box, and Pandora Box comes out as a lunch lady. She then actually reveals a cute, glittery blue dress with, like, just... It just sparkled, girl, for days. I love a reveal. Pandora Box, I just... I'm not a fan of hers. Like, she... She does some pretty looks. I'm just... Compared to so many RuPaul Drag Race girls, Pandora Box just isn't one that I would put on All-Stars. Like, whatever. We're here, right? Like, it is what it is. I mean, Serena Chacha made it. Fuck. What am I talking about? Like, Pandora Box, fuck. Might as well just be on there. <laughs> After Pandora Box, Yara Sofia comes out, and she is a construction worker with knee-high boots, and it is a fucking mess. I don't like this look whatsoever. Uh, I, I, yeah, bleh. I don't like it, girls. I don't like it, my children. Uh, it's just not it. It's not, it's not, 
I don't like it. I can't do it. I want to move on now to Ginger Minge, who is trying to give us Mario Brother realness. She's wearing like a very, very cute red top and red matching hair. She even turns around and shows like a plumber's ass crack. I was here for it. It was a cute little, you know, cute little gag worthy outfit. Was it sickening? No, absolutely not. But it was it was cute. It was gaggy. It was clown. It was it was all the above. I get it. Like she's a funny queen. I get it. So after Ginger Minge, we move on to Trinity K. Bonet. She comes out as yet another cross guard wearing some ugly ass brown pants under some neon orange top and yellow vest. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on with this fucking look, girl? Like, what? Oh, girl. What in the motherfucker is happening here? All-Star 6, y'all. I, I've i said it, like, literally, this is the second episode. Like, my second recap. I have said, bitches, this is All-Star 6 30,000 times. I am sorry, listeners, if you're getting sick of it. But I need someone to holla at RuPaul because... I cannot. I cannot with these bitches. I I literally cannot with these basic ass, ugly ass looks. Bitch, you are on national TV or Paramount Plus, whatever. Bitch, let's you come harder, okay? That is the category blue better work. I'm done. Next up, blue jean baby. Raja is up first. She is wearing a blue pantsuit with some like loose bell bottom type pants. The top looks like it's kind of with like overalls with a white bra showing. Jules girls, she has the jewels laid for days. She's also nice, uh, wearing a nice little matching white hat and gloves. It's cute. It's cute. I love the jewels. I love me some jewels, but you know, whatever. Moving on to Kylie Sonique Love. She is giving me very Christina Aguilera. She's wearing some black, like, uh, okay, let's start with the hat, y'all. She's wearing some random ass black hat, okay? And then she's wearing some blue jeans with, like, a string zipper. I, I don't understand, like... And then her breasts are covered just with, like, a wrap. It looks like a uh, an infomercial for one of those, like, bras that are, like, strapless. Like, I don't know. It was very, like, 2000s Christina Aguilera. Um, you know, that was cute and all. Kylie Sonique, that, her body is fucking everything. The look, I'm like, mm, my girl, let's... Let's not. However, uh, the thing I did like about her outfit was that she had, like, the trans flag as a long piece coming from one arm. So, like, as she lifted her arm, it was, like, the trans flag. And I, I really did like that. Um, that was probably the only thing I liked besides her body because that bitch is sickening. But, yeah, that, that outfit, she just didn't do it for me this time. Eureka comes up next with her hair in a blonde updo. And I'm I'm getting so bored with that fucking look. Like, I I've love Eureka O'Hara. She is one of the nicest fucking queens that I've ever met. And I'm just getting so bored with her updo, like her hair. Like, let's 
let's be creative okay like let's do something new here um she's wearing a denim bodysuit that wraps with a long sleeve kind of almost like a denim coat very beyonce like in ring the alarm video i was like okay beyonce like yes ma'am like i get it i love the reference that's what i was getting and after her is jan oh my safe jan She's wearing a blue bodysuit like no other. She calls it a geometric piece of art. And this bitch looks fucking sickening. She is fucking sickening in this look. Safe John is not fucking safe with me in this look. This bitch is giving me what needs to be gave. Okay, if this was legendary, tens across the motherfucking board. I was obsessed with this look, okay? It was literally what she said. A geometric piece of fucking art. And then with that, she has her rare red hair in an updo and makeup is on fucking point, y'all. Like, this bitch is not skipping a beat. She is tired of me calling her Safe Jan along with the world. She's tired of it. She's coming for our fucking throats today. After her, Jiggly, oh, y'all, let's take a moment here because, oh my God, Jiggly, bitch, no. Like, literally, my notes, I have, like, notes from the episodes, and I'm like, bitch, fucking no. Like, no, bitch. She's wearing a white t-shirt with an oversized down-to-her-feet denim skirt. Her hair is in pigtails, and it is just fucking a big no for me, dog. No, 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 no. We have to leave Silky where she's at and move on to Silky. I'm uh, sorry. Leave Jiggly where she's at and move on to Silky. Silky's wearing a denim one piece. Uh, it's like shorts with the, her thighs showing. A hot pink fringe hat all the way down to her boots. Very, very Megan the Stallion look. She is giving me Megan, Megan knees, Megan the Stallion, Megan the body. I get it. I love it. I am here for it. Silky, yes, ma'am. After her, Scarlet Envy. She's wearing denim, like an American flag theme with another oversized hat. Uh, a very, very... 99 cents sort of cheap blonde wig. I, I couldn't. It's, I really couldn't. Like, oh, oh my Lord Jesus. Let's move on, please. Akira, she's wearing a blue jean bodysuit with stripes cut out all the way around from like literally her feet to her hips. Then they have like a laced up sexy look on the sides. And then she has long red hair braided she is giving me very very much fucking beyonce formation vibes beyonce world tour vibes beyonce i'm gonna swing my ponytail in the motherfucking air vibes love it fuck yes love it akaria bitch you are fucking killing it with this look after her we are moving on a little Pandora box. Alrighty, y'all. Pandora, she comes out with a long sleeve top with ruffles and matching bell-bottom pants. Very, like, a Dolly Parton look. 
Um, very, you know, cute for, like, the older dolls. Uh, wasn't for me, but it was, like, Dolly Parton front meets, you know, thrift shop or I don't know. It just was, like, a Dolly Parton impersonator at a very, very bad Vegas, like, show. Like, mm, like, no... Mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Pandora box. So after her, Yada Sophia comes out. She's wearing low rise jeans, like, and in her words, almost pussy low, and a blue bikini top with long fringe sleeves. Um, and then she's wearing this, like, huge, huge, very fucking unnecessary necklace piece. She's, she called it a mix of Selena and Cher. Oh, bitch, I gagged. I fucking gagged when she said that. I'm like, bitch, where? Bitch, where? Bitch, where? Help me find it. Help me find it, please. I cannot. No, 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 ma'am. After her, we are finally uh, with Ginger Minch, and she's wearing full denim jumpsuit, thigh-high boots with rhinestones, um, and then her hair is fucking laid, bitch. She isn't playing. She has the bundles, okay? Uh, Trinity Decay Bonet is the last queen in this category, and she is very giving 70s-inspired denim look with a nude top underneath a long blonde wig in a ponytail on top, and, you know, I'm kind of over TKB. Like, Trinity Decay Bonet, I'm kind of over her, her looks, like... I don't know. They're just not, you know, okay. I'm going to give my, I'm, I'm going to keep on moving because I have thoughts. Like I have a lot of thoughts y'all. Oh my God. Jesus. So next up, the next category is blue ball bonanza. Raja is out first and she's wearing this amazing fitting denim skirt with cute shoulder pads amazing fucking heels with like a metallic blue and a short blue hairdo to match with the lipstick bitch she thought it out blue ball bonanza bitch she fucking gave it okay raja yes ma'am kylie sonique love she's wearing a blue side ponytail that i fucking live for i just love these bitches ponytails especially when they're long i just want to like play with it hold it out to the side and take a little good instagram picture with bitch yes ma'am and that like let's uh, she's wearing a blue kind of like a crop top and a skirt um other than, you know, that, uh, I'm not really here for that. However, her ponytail, bitch, yes, ma'am, that blue side ponytail. The rest of it, we'll forget about it, okay? Well, I'll, I'll forgive you for that, girl. Uh, after her is Eureka. Eureka is wearing a very short blue skirt, showing girl everything. She's showing everything, okay? She's wearing some really cute heels, um, let's see, very, very cute looking heels, and uh, black hair, just kind of plain, nothing exciting, uh, she's just a very revealing skirt, but, you know, she's giving what the girls want, I guess. Jan 
uh, comes up and walks the runway. And she's giving, which in her words, a very Hunger Games look. I really agree. She's wearing a cute baby blue hairdo, denim corset piece with a short skirt hulu hoop. Uh, like a hula hoop skirt, and it's very cute. Like she said, very Hunger Games. Um, so yeah, you know, is it gonna be f like a top look forever? No, but it it was cute. It'll do. Jiggly Caliente comes out, and she's wearing a very uh, nice little blue skirt with long sleeves that show shoulders. A very just cheap looking fringe on her long sleeves and her blue hair that has like other colors like like in it it to be honest with you all it looks like a very bad coloring job like it looks this look is very fucking lazy this look is oh my god this look is season one like Season one blurry filter look like bitch that might have done you some good, but this is all star six. This is 4k, honey. This is not it. Mm -mm. No, ma'am. No, 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 no. After her, we move on to Silky. Silky comes out. She's wearing a quilt pantsuit with blue, uh, like a blue wrap, and then her hair is matching blue. She's wearing some type of like earmuffs that are white. They don't really look that great. It's like, mm, what's happening here? I, a girl, mm -mm. we're gonna move on to Scarlet Envy before I get in trouble. Scarlet Envy, okay. This look was fucking everything. It is fucking amazing. Oh my god. Oh my god. I almost fell out of my fucking chair. Okay. She came out wearing a mermaid dress with sequins and a... It was literally just fucking everything. Her hair was up with, like, of course, a blue hairdo. And this much... Like, this bitch, I'm sorry. Like, I am so shook, I can't even speak. This bitch is serving cunt. This bitch is serving pussy. I am fucking dead. Scarlet Envy. Yes, ma'am. This is what the fuck I want to see. Okay? Yes, ma'am. After her, Akira walks out. She's wearing a fitted skirt that's actually made out of a shower curtain and then puts pieces of plastic cups on it to give it, like, an ombre effect. And it's a little sickening. It's a little gag-worthy. It's a little, like, mmm, girl, it's interesting. Yes, ma'am, what's happening here? Yes, I'm confused. Do I love it? I don't know. Uh, we'll see what the judges think later. <laughs> After her, Pandora comes out. Oh, Pandora coming out with a little curly blue hair. Uh, oh, she's wearing a dress with, like, different cuts all across it. It's messy. It's not looking great. Has pieces of, like, ribbon in her hair. It's, it's, I don't even want to talk about her. Okay? I don't want to talk about Pandora. I don't want to talk about a lot of people. I, I don't want to talk about a lot of people, I, I but I have to. I have to. That's what I committed to. So here we are. We're going to move on to Yada Sophia. I've been kind of harsh on Yada, uh, but she is wearing a fucking tarp dress that is 
fucking fitted for a goddess. She's literally, literally wearing a tarp dress fitted for a fucking goddess. Her hair is fucking pageant queen realness. Her jewelry is fucking perfect. This is what the fuck I want y'all to give me. If I don't like you that much, if I'm like, mm, why did you win? Why are you here? This is why. This is fucking why, okay? You proved me wrong. Like, make me stick my shady boot in my own fucking mouth, okay? Shady boots, yes. Yes, ma'am, all day, every day. But this fucking sickening tarp dress, oh, fuck Y'all, if y'all have not watched the episode and you're listening to this, you are crazy. Watch it. Listen to this fucking gag with me. Holy shit. Oh, my Lord. I need to catch my breath. I was just grossed out by her. That's how much I loved it. Okay. After her, Ginger Minj comes out. She's wearing a cute little blue shower curtain dress with a blue ponytail. Very forgettable. Very Maybe safe. Maybe. We'll see. Then, uh, Trinity K. Bonet comes out. <laughs> Y'all, oh my god. Oh my god. Trinity K. Bonet walks out looking like a motherfucking Cinderella bitch. She recreated Cinderella. Holy fuck. This bitch is giving a fairy princess gown. Her hair is fucking laid. She, oh. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. My shady boot is all the way in my fucking mouth. Okay? I literally just said, I don't know if she should be on the show. Why is she here? I'm getting kind of tired of her. And then this bitch serves me this. This bitch is like, you know what, Abel? Shut the fuck up. This is why the fuck I'm here. She serves this fucking look. She, as she's walking off the runway, as if her look and her makeup weren't fucking sickening enough... This bitch, as she's walking off the runway, leaves a shoe behind on purpose like fucking Cinderella and completes the entire story, bitch. And that is how the category is fucking closed. Oh, fuck. I am gagged. I watched this. Okay, so I watched this like a couple of weeks ago and... I'm still fucking gagged by the thought of it. Fuck, y'all. These bitches... Okay, a couple of them are slaying the fuck out of me right now in this category. And then there's, like, Ginger Minj. It's like, okay, you might be safe. Yeah, you're cute. Mmm, we'll see. So, let's move on to judges' critiques. Right away, Jan, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, Scarlet Envy... Pandora Box, Ginger Minge, and Trinity K. Bonet are all safe. Alright, so after those girls walk off the stage, we are now here for the judges' critiques. Raja's up first, and she gets compliments from Michelle. Rue says that it looks stunning, and it's just very basic kind of feedback. They, it's, it's pretty positive, okay? Kylie, they all really, really like her. All positive again. Eureka, Everyone likes her, and Rue says that she just looks like a fucking star. Okay, she didn't say she looks like a fucking star. She says she looks like a star, but I'm adding the word fucking because 
it just I just felt like I, I needed to say that. And then um a jiggly um uh, Carson says he liked her from her hair up and then didn't like the rest. Michelle says for all stars, this is not enough. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Thank you for fucking saying that because this isn't even enough for season one, honey. You would have been sent home. You would have been the original pork chop because this was not it. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to curious uh, feedback. So Carson says that she really, he really liked her welder look. But didn't realize that what she, what she actually was at first, and that uh, her blue jean baby look gave Michelle um, like I'm going to the club look, not a RuPaul Drag Race look. And then Carson says that he actually liked her last outfit. Yara Sofia's up next. Michelle says she absolutely hated her construction worker look. Carson said the breast, aka titty, look is getting redundant, and I agree. I am... We're not... Like, okay, we're done with her. Like, bleh, done with you, girl. No, ma'am. So Yara Sofia's up next, and Michelle says she actually hated her construction worker look. Then Carson adds that he just really agrees, really. He says that the whole, like, you know, quote-unquote titty look is getting a little bit redundant. And Frida um, said that the only thing she liked was really her tarp look. And, you know, I agree. But Carson says that there was just a little too much to look at. So it was kind of interesting because a lot of the girls did get some positive feedback so I, as a viewer, was like, okay, so who the fuck is going to win? Because a lot of these bitches served in one way or another in at least one of the categories. Except Jiggly, like, girl, Jiggly, bitch. Mm -mm, no, ma'am, this episode wasn't for you. Uh, so yeah, we were like wondering as viewers who the fuck is going to win, right? So we find out that... Raja is the top all-star of the week. She wins $5,000. And then we find out Kylie and Eureka are safe. That leaves Akira, Jiggly, and Yada. Akira is also safe. Which means Jiggly Caliente and Yada Sofia are at the bottom. The queens all head back to the workroom and Yada is absolutely pissed. She says that the judges hated her She's and complains and just Raja's like, you know, come on, girl, like, let's go talk one-on-one. -on -one. And Yada Sophia, like, she doesn't even want to talk to her. She says that she doesn't think she deserves to be at the bottom. And then she says that, like, she will, you know, kill it if she decide if they decide to keep her and if she just, you know, is able to move on, like, she's gonna kill it. But she's, like, not one to beg. You know, it's not in her character, so she really doesn't want to beg anyone to be there or plead her case. But that is the whole point of the fucking game, girl. Like, ego aside, like, ego will be the death of you, girl. You need to, you need to plead your case to these bitches here. You know what I mean? Like, you're 
future is literally in their hands, or it can be if they choose your fucking lipstick, bitch. So, you know, she's, you know, throwing this fit or whatever, and um, Yada says that she thinks Raja will eliminate her because she just might consider her as competition. And, you know, we really don't know at this point. Uh, Jiggly starts to say, um, kind of crying and emotional, that she's not able to sew. And, you know, I'm like, bitch, this is fucking dumb. Like, this is... <laughs> this is fucking dumb, bitch. Like, I'll, I'm will i gonna say everything at the end, wrap up, girl, but this is fucking dumb. Okay. Uh, Yada starts talking to the other girls. She says that she doesn't want to be the one to kiss ass or act fake. And Trinity Trinity K. Bonet looks like, bitch, the fuck? And I'm like, yes, ma'am, same. Like, this is when you plead your case. Like, I just said. Uh, Jiggly is, like, um, on her one-on-one with Raja. And she says, you know, it seems like, she, you know, she just really, really wants to be there compared to Yada. Like, Yada's not pleading her case. Uh, you know, and then the girls are debating about, like, how they should vote. Okay, um, again, oh, bitch, we talked about this earlier in this episode alone. Like, no, ma'am, we're not gonna go there. So, anyways, they all go and vote. Raja casts her vote, and this bitch is looking fucking sickening while she's casting her vote. She has some purple hair in a mermaid sequin outfit that I fucking love. I love mermaid looks. I love mermaids. I love everything mystical and, like, just giving me all the fucking fantasy. Oh, Raja is fucking sickening. I literally... I didn't, I, like, man, I did not get, I haven't given Raja enough credit. This bitch is sickening, okay. Anyways, we move on, and we are back at the main stage after all of the votes are cast, and the lip sync assassin is behind the shadow box. Who is it this week? No other than season 11, Brooklyn Heights also from Canada's Drag Race. She is a host there, and she's in a blonde Beyonce wig. Amazing fucking yellow leopard print outfit. Bitch, oh, bitch, I live for fucking Brooklyn Heights. Yes, ma'am. Love me some Brooklyn Heights, bitch. Oh, God, I love Brooklyn Heights. She is literally a lip sync of fucking assassin, okay? They perform to Miss You Much by Janet Jackson, and they're both twirling, doing this fucking gymnastic, death drop, spins, dips, voguing to the fucking, they, bitch, I thought I was watching fucking uh, Legendary Girl, like, girl, they were spinning, dipping, Give they were doing more than some of the houses in Legendary did, I'm like, yes ma'am, this is what the fuck a lip sync fucking battle is, holy fuck, I was like, yes, motherfucking ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I was so happy with this, like, lip sync. I was, like, literally my note says, like, this is history in all capital letters. Like, this is, this is literally history. I, I love this performance. Um, at the very end, Rue says that he has made a decision. And he says that it's actually a tie, which Raja wins $20,000. Girl, what I could do with twenty thousand dollars, girl. Um, Brooklyn, um, <laughs> bitch, you fucking gave it. You gave it. 
So now that it's a tie, both of the queens, being Brooklyn and Raja, will reveal their lipsticks. If they choose different queens, so whether it's Yada and Jiggly, both of those queens are eliminated. So we find out that both of them actually chose Jiggly. So that means Raja chose Jiggly, and then the majority of the group chose Jiggly Caliente to go home. Yes, motherfucking ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, before I give you my final thoughts, one hour later, Jiggly is packing, and then, of course, Rue comes on the screen and calls out Jiggly, saying, game, within a game, do you want to play? And Jiggly says she wants to play, and she's like, what's going on? What's going on? She's confused, and episode two is over. Y'all, okay. So, let me give y'all just some real fucking shit, real tea here. Okay? Some real motherfucking tea here. Shady Boots tea, Able tea, whatever the fuck you want to call it, okay? Some of these bitches don't deserve to be here, and Jiggly Caliente is one of them. And she does not deserve to be... Um, uh, playing a game within a game. I don't even know what the fuck that means yet. None of us do. Uh, unless you were in, you know, unless you know something I don't, which girl spilled the tea, DM me. Um, Jiggly girl, she needs to go home for good. Like I said, I have like a personal issue with her because my interaction and my friend's interaction with her and quite a few people that I know, she was... A miserable bitch at DragCon. And I did not like her whatsoever. And her picture of her and I... Actually, I'm gonna, I might be posting some of these pictures on my Instagram. So, on the Shady Boots Instagram. So, be on the lookout. Hopefully, I can find them. Uh, girl, you will see. She's a fucking hot mess. Mm-mm. Hot mess in person. Hot mess on the show. 30 seasons later, bitch still doesn't know how to sew. Bitch, get out of here, okay? Um, Yada, Sophia, she can turn out some sickening looks. Some fucking sickening-ass looks, but I'm over her, okay? Uh, Pandora, oh, sweet little Pandora. Bye. Go home, girl. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, 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 no. I, you know, I'm sorry that I've ranted so much. Actually, I'm not sorry. This is my podcast. Um... Shady Boots, and yeah, this is it for this episode. Uh, again, this was episode two of RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Six, the recap. And thank you guys so much for listening. Next week, I will be recapping episode three, and we will see who goes home then. And I'm also excited to talk about the lip sync assassin for that episode. So stay tuned for that. Until then, all of my Shady Boots army, we will talk to you next week. Hope you have a great, great, fabulous fucking week. Go out there, kick some ass, be you, be wonderful. Love you. Talk to you next week. Bye.